Captain's log. Stardate 157565689012527. This is Captain Possum. Transmitting from outer space. I'm here with my personal number two, Big Hal. On course to Space Zoo to look at some space animals and eat some space ice cream. Uh, Mr. Possum, you don't have to do that. You're not the captain. <laughs> As I've said before, I'm the captain. You're my number two. I let you pretend to be the captain because we had a diplomatic mission to a planet of possums. And I thought it would look good if our captain appeared to be a possum. Yeah. But you're not qualified to be a captain. You don't even know the star date. You just said a bunch of numbers at the beginning of that. And you're currently speaking into a clothing steamer. So um, I'm not sure you even have the basic qualifications to be a captain. But you are right that you and I, me as Captain Big Hal and you as my number two, Mr. Possum, are on an away mission to go to a space zoo. Well, it's a good thing I keep this log because there's a mutiny going on. Number two seems to have some kind of delusion going on that he is the captain. Okay. But nevertheless, we continue to the space zoo to look at some space idiots behind cages. Mr. Possum, I got a feeling the biggest space idiot that's going to be at this space zoo we're going to today is going to be... You. 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 I think it's going to be you. No, yeah, we agree. We're both saying you, so it's you. Now, you're not allowed to insult your captain that way. I will make a note of that. Uh, Computer, please make a note that uh, Mr. Possum has called the captain an idiot. Let's listen to a little song as we float down to that space zoo. What do you say, number two? I say it's, uh, I get to pick when we listen to songs, Mr. Possum. I'm the captain. Yeah. Okay. I I decide when we turn the stereo on, and uh, I think uh, it's a good idea, but it's my idea. I was about to say that. Okay, I'm going to let you pretend to be captain so we can have a peaceful trip to the zoo, okay? I'm putting some music on. Yeah. While we float down to the space dock. Mm-hmm. And it was my idea. Right. Tonight, me and Big Al are in outer space, and we are going to a space zoo. Let's look at some animals. Big Al, what's that there? All right, yeah, we, uh, we're coming up on our first uh, space enclosure, and we've got a, uh, oh, I've seen one of these before, Mr. Possum. This is called a stink dragon. Mm. Stink dragon. It's that shiny lizard over there on that rock. You see that thing? Yeah. Look at this little guy. He looks like one of Earth's bearded dragons, but he's uh, he's got some metal scales that are razor sharp. Actually made of metal. 
He's got teeth like nails. Uh, and this thing has a deafening shriek, so there's a soundproof bit of glass between us and it. And plus, as you can see, it's always doing these uh, viral internet dances. It's a tragic creature, Mr. Possum. Very friendly, a loyal pet, and a social animal. But if you tried to cuddle with this little guy, he'd rip you to shreds whenever he's not trying to go viral with the next uh, dance craze on TikTok. Hmm. Now, why do you reckon they call it a stink dragon? Don't look like he stinks. Don't look like that's his thing. Oh, they call him a stink dragon because hanging out with him stinks, Mr. Possum. Oh, wow. Jeez. Space is cruel. <laughs> yeah, it is. Toot toot, everybody. I'm Captain Big Hal Dottie, and this is my number two, Mr. Possum, and we are visiting a space zoo. Yeah. And Mr. Possum has led us into uh, another enclosure. What's what, what we got in here, Mr. Possum? Look there in that cage. Uh-huh. And you'll see what looks like the most beautiful cowboy hat you've ever seen. Oh. My. Word. Just take a look at that. You might be thinking, Who? what is that gorgeous cowboy's hat doing there in this space zoo? Mr. Possum, will you shut your mouth for just a moment <laughs> as I admire this uh, absolutely stunning cowboy hat? Yeah, just for a second I will. It's not a hat, Big Hell. It's an alien. Looking like a cowboy hat is a mechanism for tricking earthlings. Huh? It wants you to put it on, because if you put on the cowboy hat, it takes over your brain... And you become one with that alien. But I can put it on, is what you're saying. I can wear this. I can wear this hat. Yeah, I mean, it'll be you wearing that hat. It'll look just like you wearing a nice cowboy hat, but it won't be you. Yeah, but it'll look like me wearing the hat, right? Yeah, it'll look just like that, but you'll be essentially dead. The hat has tentacles that burrow its way through your skull to your brain. And there's no taking that hat off, ever. Now, Mr. Possum, if I had that hat, I don't think I would even take it off in the shower. I mean, this is a this is a no-brainer for me. Oh, Big Hal, you've hit the nail right on the head. It truly is a no-brainer. This thing is going to scoop at your brains and wear your body like a puppet. Yeah. Okay. But I get to wear the hat. Yeah, it looks like you get to wear the hat, but you're dead, and it just kind of, your body's a dangle that lives below the hat now. What you're saying is I would be trading my brain for the hat. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the hat. What's that there space animal, Big Al? 
Ah, uh, yes, I've seen one of these before, Mr. Possum. This is called Ba-Ba-Da. Ba-Ba-Da? Ba-Ba-Da. Ba-Ba-Da. It's the Ba-Ba-Da, Mr. Possum. Hmm. Oh, it just looks like a, like a big worm. It is a big worm. But this is an incredibly smart worm, Mr. Possum. Is it? And very, very old. The Ba-Ba-Da were discovered on an ancient asteroid dating back to the Big Bang itself. And they know the entire history of the whole universe. And they're telling us the story, but they speak in a kind of universal time. So we only get about one word every 10 years. Mm, I hate it. I hate slow talkers. When's he going to say the word? Oh, he's saying it right now, Mr. Possum. You see, he says the word very slowly over the course of the 10 years. If we lean in close, we can hear the word that he's speaking, or at least the syllable or the, or the you know, letter sound that he's making at this moment. Hmm. Let's lean in. Let's see what the worm is saying. You're not buying this, are you? He's totally trolling us. Uh, yeah, he seems to be making a r- sort of raspberry or fart sound uh, right now. Yeah, we just pulled a space finger. I mean, look, you, you think it's a worm, it's really just a big old finger. I think it's possible that's what, like, a bee sounds like over the course of ten years or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the start of a bee. Yeah, seems like a fart to me. I'm gonna go to the next animal. You want to spend some more time with the Baba Dog? You go for it. I'm sick of it. Mr. Possum, what do we got coming up in this next exhibit? Uh, I'll be honest with you. This is this is my least favorite creature out here. I kind of wish they would put this not in the middle of the zoo because I, I'm sick of it. It's this big old squid with all these arms, and it's just, like, desperate to communicate with you. Uh-huh. See how it's, like, tapping the glass and being all annoying and yeah. stuff? It wants you to translate its language so that it can talk to you. It's obsessed with that. Yeah. Which is, like, it's understandable, but really, like, are you going to go through the trouble to find a linguist? Do you even know a linguist, Big Al? Uh, No, I don't know a linguist. Uh, It seems weird to have such a social and sentient creature locked up in a a cage in a zoo, but I guess... I guess if they let it out, it would be annoying everybody, right? I mean, that's kind of the... Yeah. It's kind of why they've got it stuck in there. Yeah, I mean, every zoo's got an animal that's too smart to be in there. It makes it sad, and that's why zoos stink. So space zoo is no different. Yeah. You know? Now me, am I going to go find a linguist? No. I'm going to go find me some linguini in the space zoo cafeteria. Now, what if what if this thing has some information that's very valuable and no one's bothered to learn its language? Yeah, we'll probably be fine. Can you imagine the kind of waking nightmare that would be if you 
knew some critical bit of information about the galaxy or about time itself, and you just were trying to tell people about it, and they just never bothered to learn your language, so they locked you up in a zoo yeah. and uh, slurped up some linguine right in your face. Yeah, that that would stink for sure. That would really stink. But you know what? Who cares? I think knowing stuff's a little bit overrated. Yeah. Now, Mr. Possum, do you know that linguine is actually on the menu, or did you just think of the word linguist and then decide that you want to go eat some linguine? I don't know about menus. I go to restaurants and I go, hey, you got this stuff I like? And then, yeah. you know, sometimes they'll whip it up for me. Yeah. I don't read menus. Mr. Possum, I have a feeling this thing behind the glass is smarter than you <laughs> and more deserving of attention than you are. All the more reason to ignore it. <laughs> What's that one, Big Al? Now here's a terrifying creature, Mr. Possum. Simply called the loaf. I can see that. Looks like a half-eaten bag of Wonder Bread there. Yeah, it looks exactly like a half-eaten bag of Wonder Bread. Yeah. That's sort of wet and on the ground. It's been on the ground for a few days. That's what it looks like. It is what it looks like, yeah. But... It's actually a terrifying beast that could swallow you whole. What? Come on. I ain't buying that. Okay, all right. He's not buying it, folks. But it's feeding time, and look who's about to be proven right. Because they're bringing out... Look at this. Look at this, Mr. Possum. They're bringing out a giant space cow carcass. Ew. And see? Look at that. They set it right next to that, what you think is simply a harmless wet bag of Wonder Bread. That's some prime space beef. Oh, this is going to be incredible. Watch this, Mr. Possum. Oh, oh, my. Whoa. Goodness. That Wonder Bread just opened up and swallowed that dang thing whole. Goodness gracious, alive. Now, watch this. It's The other incredible thing is its metabolism is so fast, it's about to shrink back down to just be a normal loaf size again. Watch this. Oh, oh. Back to normal. Wow. Totally back to normal. Wow. Okay. Isn't that incredible, Mr. Possum? Oh, yeah. Um, Terrifying to imagine what would happen to you if you, you know, step... Wait, where are you going? Wait, wait where are you going, I, Mr. Possum? I, hey, where, just wait here just a minute. I gotta have that loaf. I gotta eat it. Mr. Possum, you just saw it eat something twice your size. Yeah, just stay right here. I'm gonna go eat it. Look, I'm not gonna pass up this wet space loaf, especially when I know there's a whole cow in there. I'll be right back, Big Al. It's feed time. Mr. Possum and I are visiting a zoo in space, a galactic zoo full of creatures from all across the universe. And unfortunately, y'all just missed uh, one of the most incredible things I've ever seen, which is Mr. Possum doing battle with a deadly loaf of Wonder Bread. Uh, but he managed to win. He got that whole thing in his mouth. Yeah, that's the trick. You gotta eat it. That's the trick. I was very impressed with how fast you you gobbled that thing up. Mm-hmm. Like I say, eat, pray, love. And when I say pray, I mean pray on food. Yeah. Truly, you have proven once again, you have one of the most terrifying mouths in the galaxy. And I thank you. But Mr. Possum, I think we're uh, we're headed to another uh, another zoo enclosure here, and we're looking at another creature. What is it? Now, if you look into this cage, 
you will see an alien that looks exactly like you. What? You see it? Looks. Oh, that's weird. It's because you're looking at it. Now, I'm going to look at it. Now it looks like me. You see what it's doing there? It's an expert at mirroring. Wow. Okay. It's a defense mechanism, big hell. Because the first thing it wants to do is get out of this cage. Yeah. And I'm sitting here looking at myself all sad in a cage, and it makes me want to bust them out. So it's already kind of working. It's a good defense mechanism. Yeah. It's very seamless. It's like if I step in front of it, it's me. And then you step in front of it, and it's you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. It's only natural predators are people who hate themselves. So that's good. There's not many of those people out there. Now, there are some drawbacks, though, of spending time with this creature, Big Al. Uh-huh. You got to be on your best behavior around this one because you look like this thing. And it's not going to like it if you embarrass it because you're sharing the same visage and everything. Yeah. You, that means you got to get a good job and use the right fork at dinner and all that stuff. And If you want to be a slob, you might want to just leave this one in its cage because it's got some real high standards for living. Yeah, I imagine it would be kind of complicated having this thing as a pet because you'd start to wonder who the pet is, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Am I the pet? Or is my identical creature the pet, you know? Exactly. Now, I have a few questions about the about the setup they've got here in this enclosure, this, this quote-unquote cage, as you call it. Now, there's a sink right beneath it, and over there, there's a row of toilets and some, and some urinals as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Possum, is it possible that we have simply stumbled into the space lavatory and we are simply looking at the actual mirror in the, in the space lavatory? It's possible. But I do see something scrawled on the wall here. It says this creature is called a looky-loo. So I just okay. kind of put the rest of it together. Oh, so you made you made up all the rest of the stuff when you looked into the mirror here in the lavatory. Well, I'm going to go pee. And then why don't you put a quarter in that little machine there and get some some pellets out and feed yourself there in the in the in the cage. Big Al, what we got next? Look at this weird thing over here, Mr. Possum. Ew, it's stinky. Yeah, it's just a gooey, formless blob. And it seems to be emitting a foul, disgusting odor from its many orifices. Ew, I do not like that stink. That's a bad stink. And there's a warning not to get too close because it's perpetually letting out an irritating whine. (laughs) Hmm. Hey, turns out they do got possums in this zoo, Mr. Possum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a good one. I like that. That's good. Yeah, you got yeah. me good. <laughs> you got uh-huh. the whole species. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what, what, what's that thing called, though, Big L? What's this stupid thing called? Uh, well, it says here on the plaque, uh, it's called Your Mom. <laughs> oh, man, what? <laughs> uh it's like whoever walks up to it, it's their mom. Uh, that's a good joke. I'm serious, Mr. Possum. The plaque says it's your mom. That's great. No. Like, again, I think that's funny. No, no, no. No, Mr. Possum. I'm not joking at this point. The plaque says that this creature is your mom. Again, I find it funny. It says literally on here, 
that this creature is from Earth and that it is the mother of Mr. Possum. And then it's got a picture of you. So you're saying this is my mama? That's your mom. Mm. Yeah. All right. Hey, mama, you stink. (laughs) (laughs) You got her. Mr. Possum, looks like we got another space creature over there. Why don't you tell me about it? Now, this next idiot looks exactly like an Earth giraffe. Except that the plaque says, Earthlings can't help but be sexually attracted to it. Uh, you know what, Big Al, I don't see it. Uh, I'm sorry, this is a giraffe that I'm I'm about to be sexually attracted to. It's, yeah. what, it's what the plaque says. That's okay. what it says. Now... If once this thing comes out from behind that tree, we'll see. But uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I got a feeling I'm gonna be totally fine looking at this Earth giraffe. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've never really. Oh my God! Hello, legs. My word, the gams on that giraffe. Hey, get into your wallet. You bring some money. I want to buy this giraffe some shoes. I got this urge to really spoil this giraffe. Oh, my God. No, get away. Get away. I need all the money I can to seduce this giraffe, Well, Mr. just get Possum. me a little bit of money so that I can seduce it with a little bit of it. I'll buy it some linguine. Go earn your own money. I got to spend it on this sexy giraffe. Hey, giraffe, this guy's rich, but he won't really love you. I'm going to climb up its leg, and then I'm going to climb up its neck, and I'm going to kiss it right on its sexy giraffe mouth. Oh, no, you're not. You're not good enough for her. You can't support her. I'm going to get a job, and the first thing I'm going to do with my first paycheck is buy this giraffe some sexy shoes. I'm sure it'd be great for you, sexy giraffe, to date this guy who's working all the time. I already have some money. You you belong with me. He's going to be tired after a hard day's work. Now, look, you're coming on too strong. It's leaving again. It's going behind that tree. Oh, well, wait a minute. Okay. What's going on here? Hey. Now that its legs are kind of covered up by that brush over there, I'm reminded that we are talking about a giraffe. Yeah. That's just a giraffe, Mr. Possum. I'm all sweaty. I'm scared. We got to move on. Yeah, we really got to get out of here. Big hell, what's that? Oh, I'm excited about this next exhibit, Mr. Possum. This is the human feller. The human feller? Look in there. Look right in there, Mr. Possum. There's a human feller in there. He's just hanging out. It's a human feller from Earth. Well, he don't look like he knows he's in a zoo. Oh, they did a really good job of making his environment realistic and uh, distracting, so he has no idea he spends his entire life cooped up in a 12 by 12 cube in a space zoo. Huh. Look, there, you can see he's got a little kitchenette and a bathroom. And they put a note from his wife on the counter that says she'll be back soon. So he thinks he's got a wife who who will be back soon. Hmm, interesting. 
What's that stupid box there he's sitting next to? Oh, that's a radio, Mr. Possum. He's listening to the radio. That's how they keep him distracted. Oh, what a fool. Just distracted by a radio? Yeah, yeah. In this day and age? Yeah, this fool's locked up in a cosmic zoo, and he has no idea because he's distracted by some, oh, some voices coming out of a box. <laughs> wow. Pathetic. You know, you only get one chance to live, and he's sitting there wasting it. Listening to the radio. <laughs> yeah, I know. What an idiot. If he figured out that he's in a zoo, he could break out of it. He could have all kinds of experiences out in the world. Instead, he's sitting there all contented, listening to the radio. Wow, what a dope. I believe we're close to the end of our journey here. Mr. Possum, there's uh, one other thing over there in that cage. What? What is it? Well, this is weird. I don't see nothing in there. It's just an empty cage. Uh-huh. That's weird. There's, all right, there's a sign. It says... Come on in, take a closer look at this tiny bug. That's what it says. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go in there. It wants us to go in and look at the tiny bug. I'm not going to go in there. I've seen tiny bugs. I'm not going to go yeah. in there. The door is going to slam shut behind me, and I'll be sitting here like a, like my mama over there, just a stinky little ain't-worth-rescuing nasty creature. I don't know, Mr. Possum. Sounds pretty enticing to go look at the little bug. What? What's with you? Oh, Big Hal, you've got that cowboy hat on. It looks good, but it ain't you no more. Citizen, please step inside the enclosure and look at the bug. I don't think I should. I want my friend back. Now take that hat off. Your friend is gone. I am the hat. All right. Want to go get some ice cream? Yes. Tight. But first, go look at the bug. All right, I'll go look at the bug real quick. Good. Yes, step inside the enclosure. Don't worry about the creaky gate closing behind you. Oh, yes. I fell for it. Yes, you did. Hey. Now you're an exhibit in the space zoo. Come on, quit goofing around, hat. Let me out. No. All right. Mr. Possum, we managed to escape from the space zoo with our brains and our lives and our bodies intact. Just barely. But that's a story for another day. It's a shame the tape wasn't running. That would have been some episode. That was quite exciting there for a while. Well, hopefully we have at least the part where we went to the zoo, because that was that was something. Yeah, I think that's probably what this episode's going to end up being, is just mostly just us wandering around in the zoo and looking at the different creatures. Though that... In retrospect, that seems like the more boring part of the day. Yeah, when you think about what just happened, yeah. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.